0: all right good evening and welcome to the pirates fan forum here on dk pittsburgh sports podcast network i'm your host gary morgan on location in hilton head south carolina enjoying myself and taking a break from the sun which is much needed um, with me, as always, is my good friend, Jim Stam, co-host. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm good. I can't stand to even look at you right now with palm trees in the <laughs> background. It's currently it's currently very pittsburgh here with uh, clouds, rain, and 70 and very humid. So um, I hate your guts. Well, Carry I'm, on.
0: I'm sorry for that, Jim, but if you want to feel better about it, I found out something horrible about South Carolina. I'm not sure I can live with it.
1: Which is?
0: These people use Hunt's ketchup down oh. here. I mean, like, wow. it's everywhere. I'm It's epidemic level, Hunt's ketchup.
1: Oh, my God.
0: It's unreal. I think they're even making cocktail sauce with it, because <laughs> Megan's turning her nose up at that shit, and she never would in the past.
1: Oh, well, they're they maybe a little bit behind the times down there, so we'll excuse it for now, but... <laughs>
0: So you got to get some Heinz down here in South Carolina. I think it'd be a little better. I did manage to find somehow Southern Tier beer down here, so you know,
1: so, some good
0: with the bad, right?
1: Yeah, and then and I will say the thing that the South does legitimately well is um, they make some killer sweet tea. So um, they do, they do. You know, so they get I've a few had, things right.
0: I've had enough that Wilfred Brimley is calling me from the grave, warning me. <laughs> About diabetes, that sweet tea is a dangerous thing, sir.
1: So, so they're
0: selling good. this. They're selling this stuff in this gas station down here called Extra Sweet Sweet Tea, and I had a little bit of that today. I'm bouncing off walls like a toddler, dude. I mean, like,
1: yeah, yeah, because because the other stuff wasn't sugary enough,
0: right? Exactly, sugary drinks. And then I'm drinking extra sweet sweet tea. I mean, like, damn, but. You know, talking about good with the bad, we should probably talk about this Dodgers series a little bit, huh, man? I mean, like, so the Pirates went ahead and and did the thing. They did something that nobody does. This hasn't happened in baseball, period, a lot, let alone this year or with this organization. It's been 22 years since they've beat the Dodgers in L.A. Swept them anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I saw it was 22 years for the Pirates in L.A. I saw it was almost four calendar years that any team has swept the Dodgers in L.A. Right. I mean, so we're not just talking Pirates stuff there. I mean, you know, everybody knows what the Dodgers are and what they have. And, yeah. um, you know, man, it was just wild to sit there night after night and, 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 and watch real – competitive and to at least pirate fans it was meaningful dodgers fans will tell you it's not right uh but it certainly was for for pirate fans wasn't it
0: i think that for one thing what i learned this this series more than almost anything else hayes and brian reynolds hold so many cards when it comes to whether that offense ticks or not if those two are going everything else falls into place. You can deal with the the terrible averages and the lack of contact with almost everyone else if those two are clicking. Because there's a likelihood that someone else in the lineup will have a good night. And when those two are clicking, you add that in and instant offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, um, Hayes has been just, fairly consistent Reynolds hasn't had that opportunity yet but yeah when they both get going and then there's always going to be a uh, a Chavis that does something or um I mean even some of the younger guys have filled in and 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 stepped up from game to game it, it at least gives you a fighting chance on nights where you're not trying to beat a team one nothing you know
0: yeah and Man, I I know it's one game, and and we haven't gotten off of the Mitch Keller roller coaster. Probably won't anytime soon. That was a really positive start for him, and I know he walked five guys. But, man, he danced through the raindrops and really and truly kept that lineup at bay. He never let them get real hard contact. He's up near the top of the league in 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 preventing hard contact, actually.
1: Well, he only gave up two hits. So, I mean, you know, um, he was just he was just wild enough to make things interesting. But he was just wild enough that he was actually getting a lot of um, weak contact and swings right. and misses, too. So, look, I mean, if you would have told me before, I said before that game, I said, I don't yeah, I don't like this matchup for Mitch Keller. And he went five innings and um, gave up two runs and seven base runners. Wasn't (laughs) conventional, wasn't conventional, but I'll take that every night out against a lineup like that.
0: Absolutely. But you go into a season or a series like this, who the hell would say that's a good matchup for Mitch Keller? It's a terrible matchup for Mitch Keller. Sure. I just saw what he did in five innings. I don't want to see it again next week. That, That lineup is going to get you more often than not. And, just you have to pitch to it a certain way, and I, I I gotta say, the Pirates pitching staff handled it masterfully. They really did, and they overcame some pretty bad defense along the way.
1: Yeah, it was a it was an interesting uh series just because, you know, you had some, some shoddy defense and then some exceptional defense at times. Oh, that
0: hazed to Chavez play mm. and, and back to <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen a first and third baseman team up on something that pretty,
1: yeah, that well, should have
0: been awkward,
1: right? Well, you know, you've got two two guys that um, that are playing positions that you know they're pretty athletic for those positions. You know, right. I know Chav- Chavis doesn't have the experience over there, but he's not—he's pretty athletic, guy, especially at first base. Um, and what Hayes did on on uh, the front end of that and then on the back end and covering still and just they needed the plays. And then the Reynolds play at home uh, and and Heinemann, what he did on that, that but, catch and tag. I and mean, even,
0: even that right there is the dichotomy of this team and what they've done in this yeah. series. Reynolds bonehead play to set up second and third. Right. And then... You know, ultimately pulls them out of it with a great throw to third or to home for a strike, like just gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's here's the thing too: is like uh, nobody's under any illusions that uh, you know the Pirates are in a situation where they're better than the Dodgers. Um, But I think what you saw is when you get some decent starting pitching, you can put the ball over the over the fence a little bit. And you make some timely plays on defense. The team doesn't look as bad as they have, you know, starting off the season and that they can they can play some baseball that's competitive. So, and I don't think that's too much to ask moving forward. I don't either,
0: Jim. So, I mean, I think it's kind of what we've been saying all along. I think we'll like this team a lot better in September than we did in April. I think we just got to see some of it a little early and i'm kind of excited about it i think we should take a quick break and when we come back let's kind of pick up with with that jim let's start diving into it some of these guys are going to come back what do you do with them do you want them to come back do we maybe just say sayonara
1: gonna be a little bit crowded body-wise so yeah let's talk about it
0: right and we are back to the pirates fan forum here on dk pittsburgh sports podcast network jim and gary with you because i was too lazy to book a guest when i was on vacation and deal with all of that so we're just talking alone this week which i think is good because it's not very often we get to just have a happy-go-lucky episode right i mean well
1: yeah and you know what like we're not big like uh, I think the one thing we try to steer steer clear of on here is kind of recapping series or games right right but this just this just fell right obviously um, it was a great series and it actually deserved a little bit of that talk so you know uh, yeah. this was perfect I thought
0: I think it's kind of part of the overall progression of what we're starting to see as a youth kind of starts to get a chance and and speaking of that, when youth starts to get a chance, it tends to be because of injury or it tends to be because of poor performance, sometimes both, sometimes ghost injury and poor performance, as I suspect with, with some of the people we'll mention soon. So the first guy I think we got to talk about, Jim, really is Yoshi sutsugo Now, I don't think they brought in an adequate replacement. Um, you know, we'll, you, we'll get you, to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on you, Chang, in a bit here, but <clears throat> I mean, they're not even using him at first base, which is expressly the reason they brought him in: his glove and his versatility and his ability to play in the field. And you know, and here Chavis has been manning it, which has been all we've been asking for for months, anyway. And he's handling it capably, and he is hitting. Uh, how in the world do you return Yoshi Sutsugo from the IL when he's healthy? I mean, is it going to come down to is he better than you, Chang? <sighs>
1: um, you know, three four weeks ago, I think I I I had said to to pirate fans and just said, you know, uh. I don't think it's going to work, but I think you're going to see Yoshi get another month, and we're we're we are we have not been far away from that. And then he got hurt. Then some of these other guys have come up and they played, and Chavis has continued to hit. You know, um, Gary, I think they could get they they could just get away with DFAing him. I, I don't know that you 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 worry about it um, if it if it doesn't. And if someone were to claim him, okay. Um,
0: if someone were to claim him, thank God.
1: Yeah, because then because then you're 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 getting a gift with the, the salary situation.
0: Right, but like I don't know how you look at you know, Marcano,
1: and I'm not saying
0: he's playing first base, but no. I don't know how you look at him or Castillo or even Castro. I don't know Castor's batting average has been bad, but he you know he he's starting to hit a little bit better he's starting to make more contact he's he's kind of starting to settle in now that he's at second base. I almost feel like shortstop was getting in his head a little bit, so it's gonna be awful hard to make a cut of one of those youngsters so that you can get Yoshi Susugo in there
1: i don't i i i think um I don't know that i would worry about it i think i would dfm and, and just yeah i,
0: I think you have I, to
1: um do i think they'll do it i don't know I, I i still say they're not going to um but i would be on the i would be on the side of doing it and i think like too you've got enough guys like that have stepped up and produced a little bit even in small sample sizes that they kind of deserve to play a little bit more and see, you know, how it shakes out. What what has Yoshi done to deserve it?
0: It's a little hard for me to sit here and say that that he deserves a shot over anybody else. I don't think he's earned it this year. I think if they brought him back, it would purely be for salary. I'd actually for once be on the side of people that want to talk about Nutting's wallet because that's – Specifically a move that says, I'm afraid to cut bait with somebody because I paid them.
1: And I don't think
0: that that's an acceptable reason to keep a guy around blocking youngsters. So I say move on just like you do. Here's another interesting one because he's kind of out of sight, out of mind, but up until the injury was the best hitter on the team, almost, Daniel Vogelback.
1: Right. Well, and and I think that helps in that regard. That um, granted, Vogelbach's not playing any first base, but uh, he could. He, he could. could. He play You know, and he takes care of the DH spot nightly, um, as long as you don't want him to leg out any triples and uh, blow out one of those. One of those beefy hamstrings of his. I loved,
0: I loved what you said on Twitter the other day, brother. (laughs) You were like, "It's awesome that Vogelbach got his first triple, but it's a shame it almost forced him into retirement." (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's
1: it's so like, like you talk about baseball players and John Crux's old adage that you know. A reporter lady i'm not a i'm not an athlete i'm a baseball player and right. just, he's like the spitting image of that so um but yeah you know like he takes care of that dh spot um i think you can yeah it obviously helps you can either put him i i would put him right in the cleanup spot and um
0: i i mean i would too jim but like to me there's another layer to why vogelbach's safe at the very worst, I want that on my bench. So, I mean, like I, I just think he he he's somebody's going to come back from the D, the IL and, and make the club better.
1: I, I agree. I so think you they take really... him,
0: you take him back, even if it costs somebody who's a fringe guy. Like maybe okay, Castro has to go back or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, now here is a controversial one because Kevin Newman, and I know we have some time on it yet. But what if nobody has really competently locked down shortstop? And I could kind of argue that Castillo has already, in my eyes, done enough to kind of lock himself in at that spot if he needs to. And again, we should also stress we're not even focusing on like the Mason Martins and O'Neill Cruises. We understand they're part of this equation too, right? This that's what's interesting about this is that these decisions are already kind of right there without even adding those two names into the equation
1: right yeah the, things get really crazy and weird here uh, if they get guys back from the IL uh, I mean we're talking even the Greg Allens of the world and the Kevin Newmans and, yeah uh, I mean there's just you regardless wonder... of whether regardless of whether they're good or not it's a lot of bodies, and you got to sort it out, and you got to make the right decisions, don't you?
0: Yeah, because, you know, you have to take something like Jack Sawinski who I think has improved. I think he's played really good defense. I think he's providing some much-needed power, but his batting average is pretty abysmal. He's and, striking and, out a lot.
1: And has struggled against lefties.
0: Yeah. That said, he does take a professional at bat. He looks good up there. I have... A feeling that he's pretty good at making contact when he has to. I've seen that out of him. He looks like he does a pretty good job of hitting it the other way. I've liked what I've seen from Jack Sawinski. But he may be the sacrificial lamb at some point if Cal Mitchell is continuing to hit or Cal Mitchell starts to hit.
1: Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I think you do take, I look at Sawinski and Castro both as guys that um probably uh let them go back down and kind of work on things and still try to refine things if if that's i'd give cal mitchell some more time now i think both i i think they've done a good job of um playing Sawinski and just letting him try to work through things my fear was that they were not going to let him and he was just kind of kind of sit. so i'll give him some credit there
0: no, and I actually I have liked this kind of aspect of the, of, of the development of certain players. Mm-hmm. I don't understand where they draw the line necessarily. For instance, Castro gets all these games back to back to back to back to back starting, tons of at-bats, almost like they felt like they were playing catch-up with someone else, and they took those at-bats away from Castillo. And Chavis and yeah and that makes me just question basically the direction as far as okay why does Castro's development plan say that he gets a ton of at-bats but Castillo's says he's okay taking every other day off and expected to come back a fresh bat every week every day
1: well you know maybe maybe it's it's maybe it's one of those things where don't you don't try to overcomplicate it and look at they're protecting a Castillo maybe more than they are a Castro at this point and you know I hate to no but that could be a point yeah yeah you, you know what I mean like and 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 that makes sense to me from what I'm seeing if you are going to start prioritizing one over the other as far as if you you're going to break a few eggs you probably want it to be the guys that you are starting to see as maybe uh a little bit a little bit harder uh to see them long term in the plans and so you hate to call them sacrificial lambs or anything but i mean that's kind Uh, of what you uh, you kind of end up being one of those if you're certain guys i think right
0: i i mean i think that has to be right i mean baseball itself just the way it's set up we always evaluate the top 30. You're always looking at the top 30 prospects, right? I mean, like, there's more top prospects. Especially here. Yeah, but there's more top prospects than there are actual positions, or than there are actual roster spots. And so when you you look at that sort of thing, of course, some guys are are not going to make it. Some guys are not going to be the cream of the crop. But I do think, like, What we're setting up for here, and we'll probably talk about this a little bit more in the next segment, is what we're setting up for are some really interesting conversations come this offseason, where we've got a good, nice little sample size of Rodolfo Castro, and we've got a good sample size of Diego Castillo and Tuca Pita Marcano, and potentially by then, O'Neal Cruz, maybe even Peguero. We're starting to like paint a picture of these guys fighting it out, and and they're not all going to make it, right? Somebody's not going to be the best. Somebody might be trade bait, sure, and,
1: and then somebody might flame out.
0: Yeah, I mean, so 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 interesting, and
1: yeah, and and we probably should just you know, uh, I don't, I don't want to make too big a a, a deal out of uh, Tucapina Marcano, but I also don't want to not mention how impressive he's been in his short little time man
0: i have already seen <laughs> more from him than i thought was in there I, and i mean that
1: yeah gary you know like uh he he's a he's uh first of all he's a good little all-around ball player in the sense of like he can bunt he can yeah. play good defense I hit mean, for a little power he's he smoked a couple balls off some of the best pitchers in baseball over the fence um
0: plays a pretty mean left field
1: yeah and also has the attitude of like he's upset with himself when he's not doing something right or has a bat where like um you know just that expectation or he has an expectation of himself that he should be uh um you know producing so uh, i don't i just don't want to gloss over it i don't know if it'll last but he was a real shot in the arm too let me tell you
0: it's it's worth noting man and i think when we when we come back from this next break
1: we should probably touch on a little bit
0: more of the continuing youth movement and what's starting to happen in in the minors even right now that can make this all a lot better and i think we have a good your shot that's going to pull us right into it brother so we should probably take that break and get back to it let's do it Welcome back to the Pirates Fan Forum Here on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network Jim Yu Chang has been so Forgettable that we forgot to even bring him up In the first (laughs) segment when we were talking About it so yeah, What are they going to do? I mean like for instance I don't know everything I read They said he was brought in for his versatility And ability to play in the field They haven't played him in the field They're just putting him in there as an automatic out As a DH almost like I mean, I, they could use a, a ton of different people for that. I, I don't understand that. Um, so be it. The, how does he keep his job when anybody comes back? I mean, how do, how do you not just promote somebody right now?
1: I mean, his for, for God, God bless him because you know, pirate fans are already. You know, staring at a guy like that under a huge microscope as we acquire him, and just ready, ready to hate him if he doesn't produce, which which isn't very fair. But
0: uh, bro, he's... I'm already seeing people defending him, like, oh, he, it ain't been long enough. You haven't looked at him, dude. Cleveland looked at him, like I, <laughs> I mean, like he's got a he... decent amount of time that he's put in with Cleveland. They, they didn't like him
1: yeah yeah he had like a decent second half last year and but then he comes in and his first like 10 at bats have been just totally non-competitive i mean just not even remotely looking like a guy who should be on a major league roster
0: his highlight reel right now is getting hit by a baseball yeah yeah so i mean like i don't know what else to tell you and I don't understand the move. I didn't understand the Josh van meter move. I don't want to keep like harping on it, but Mm -hmm. there's certain things that this team does that I just don't get. I don't see the bigger vision. I guess I don't have to, but I often don't see when I don't understand it. I have yet to see it work out. You know?
1: Yeah. You, you you. You don't really see it ever working out for the Pirates in in these types of situations. And then you also have to get to the point where you start saying to yourself as an organization, you know what, I don't know that I want to risk any more guys down in the minors and not protecting them and not putting them on 40 mans and um, um, that that starts being the precedent. And then if you lose some of these other guys – so be it, you know, there's too many, there's too many guys that we could name right now um, that we should we, we should uh, be talking about or expecting at some point to start seeing them. Right.
0: Right. We should. I think we should have full expectation that we're going to see O'Neill Cruz. And I think he's starting to take hold a little bit of some of the things they were trying to teach him at the plate. I really do. We're starting to see that turnaround a little bit. Um, it's been better the last couple weeks. I, I'm just seeing a lot of the, the change that I wanted to see. The swing is a little shorter than it was. It's getting to the point where he's striding into the baseball the way he should be. I'm happy with what I'm seeing from him and I'm not concerned about his numbers because I, I know what they were trying to do. They're trying to train the kid. Um, I think we've seen good things from Mason Martin. I don't think Mason Martin's ever going to be a guy that hits 300 and strikes out 15% of the time. I think he's going to hit 250, 260, and probably pop 30 bombs and strike out 35% of the time. I don't care. A lineup needs a guy like that. I expect him to get a shot this year.
1: I hope so. I mean, I I was a little um, surprised that um of some from some of their comments that they didn't see him as soon as maybe i did uh coming up but um uh and and you know he he hit he hit he was doing so well and then he hit a little bit of a rough patch so maybe that caused them to 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 say well we don't want to do it right then anyway but uh, i still think you're i i'd be i'd be disappointed if you didn't see him at some point this season, let me put it to you that way.
0: Cruz is coming up. He's 22 years old. It's not like he doesn't have more time. Right. It, you know, it's not even, I, I think the reason that everybody kind of glazes over the fact that he's 22 is because, you know, he's already arbitration, or not not arbitration, he's already roll five eligible. And, and that's kind of young to be, Rule five, eligible, and they—you know—they'll definitely protect him next year. He's definitely closer than they perceived this year, so I wouldn't worry about it too, too much. Um, but I just don't think that additional training is going to do much for him. I think this is the kind of hitter he is. I'm okay with that. I'd almost rather him just get up here and start getting adjusted to major league pitching. That said, we were just talking about. You know, Chavis has probably earned first base. We've already talked about cutting Yoshi before even mentioning Mason's name. You've already got Vogel back. As well as a backup. So, I don't know. Is it necessary (laughs) right now?
1: No, probably not necessary. Um, But... I think it will become that as the season goes on just from a, what you're saying is the standpoint of don't know that Mason Martin is going to magically turn into a different kind of hitter. So eventually you're just going to want to have to give him that taste and give him a shot and see how he does. And I'll even go one step. I'll set the bar even lower for Mason Martin. I think if he hits 235 and hits 25 home runs, for as barren of a position as first base has been for the, for the Pittsburgh pirates, I would take it, you know? So and plays and plays good defense, which he, which he can do. And um, I know people get the defense doesn't matter anymore. I think, I think we just saw that it does. So those are just, you know, those are some factors.
0: The defense definitely should matter. I mean, like they made it a focus last year. I'd like to see them care about it this year. At least enough to put Actual players that can play there, um, but I don't know. To me, if if he's twenty two and they think there's something he can learn and get better at, okay. I don't mm-hmm. personally. Uh, I think he can maybe lock in his K rate at in the thirties in the major leagues, and that's where he's going to be. And I'm fine with that, mm-hmm. really. The the world needs hitters like that too. I'll say, and and yeah. I think there's more than enough uh, jobs out there for guys that are going to pop twenty over the wall. I'd rather have those home runs that I feel are major league level home runs up here. That's yeah, all. And,
1: and 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 here's the other mistake I think people make too is like you look at a guy like O'Neill Cruz and a, and a guy like Mason Martin. And you can't treat them the same. I think one guy has so much like raw untapped ability that they're trying to figure out like everything about him and where and how he can develop whatever. And a guy that is really projecting as this X type of player. Right. And so to talk about calling them up at the same time or one's here and one's not, or they both should be here. Um, I, you know, I think that that's a little bit of a mistake on viewing guys the same. I and, and we all have a tendency to do that sometimes.
0: Sure. I mean, like, if you want to make a decision like, okay, Michael Chavis is our guy when we have a left-handed starter. Mm-hmm. And Mason Martin is our guy when we have a right-handed starter. It's going to be a straight platoon situation. That's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to deploy them. And you feel that's enough at-bats for Mason Martin to get? I think, I think you pull the trigger on bringing him up. If you're not going to commit to that, where he's going to get that percentage, that lion's share of it, bats I don't want to see that. I really don't. Yeah. And to yeah. be honest, right now, I, I'm kind of comfortable seeing a little bit more of Michael Chavis.
1: You know, well, I, you know until Chavis proves that he can't play,
0: let's just believe you, he can play right you got yeah.
1: you gotta play him until he until he shows you otherwise and I know that there are things that project long term that don't you know bode well for the guy that he that he, he can't he doesn't get any walks but it, it, at some point you just gotta go okay you know what he just he just keeps continuing to hit we're gonna have to play him
0: yeah I I'm not sure how how much longer they can pretend that that's not a thing. But we'll see. They did it with Castillo way longer than I thought they would. So
1: they didn't. You know, um, I'm glad Newman's a little bit far out still. Um, I'm, you know, not that he had a setback and all that. I hope he's healthy and whatever. And uh, but it, I don't want that coming in right now. Um, I think Castillo showed enough. I mentioned this last last week that um, I don't know that he's a guy that uh you have to send back down and I think he can figure it out at the major league level um so and 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 so I, I look at guys like Castro and Sawinski those are the two that I would earmark uh as guys that I'd like to see go down and get some more at bats and work on things I I would probably look at Satugo DFM, and um hopefully that clears a few things up right I mean
0: yeah I'll tell you what, Jim. We should probably do our call your shot because Jay asked this question a couple of weeks ago, but I think it still applies and kind of proves that he was a little bit psychic too. So
1: or let's psycho, think. depending on how we look at Jay.
0: <laughs> hey, we don't know what kind of truck he was driving or where he was hiding or which <laughs> which official he was stalking. Let's let's hold off.
1: Hey boys, Pirates fan forum. All other PFFs are trash. Let's get that straight. Hey, so great game today and just got me thinking, does this team through 10% of the games earlier, early overreaction time, does this team through 10% of the games change your outlook on the full season in terms of just total number of wins? Um, for me, I think it does a little bit. Um, I'd say I was thinking more like 70 wins on the year, and now I feel like 75 is very doable with this bullpen. Um, I do feel like the young guys getting called up is going to give us some more offense. So we're still not at a 500 team, I think, for the year, but um, it's, it's enough excitement for me to say 75 wins is a victory. So what are your thoughts?
0: All right, so that was Call Your Shot. That was our buddy Jay out in
1: Colorado. Represent representing the Pirates out in uh, the Denver area, so you gotta like that,
0: right? I expect I especially enjoy being the best of the PFFs. I didn't, <laughs> I'd never even made the connection, oddly enough. So, so there you have it.
1: And we certainly I, don't want to call anybody trash. That's for sure. So <laughs> that's that's on Jay.
0: Yes, not not again, not this week. <laughs> but we uh. I mean, he was this. He submitted this a while ago, and, and there was, I think, ten percent of the season was gone. That was kind of irrelevant because I think what what happened here is, in his question, he's kind of been proven right. This is exactly what has kind of transpired. The youth has come up. I think they're starting to to gel and compete a little bit more with each other. And. It's just starting to to look like a more fun team. There's certainly evidence in this last little series they had, but I mean, what do you think? It I predicted seventy preseason mostly because I thought this stuff was going to happen. Jay's saying seventy to seventy-five. I mean, I don't know if I want to start creeping that closely to to five hundred in my thought process right now,
1: but but you can see where he's. He's you can certainly
0: see in. where he's coming from. Sure. You,
1: you know, uh, I think this is a good time to mention, because we haven't all, uh, th- and, and maybe this is, this is a good thing, obviously, we haven't mentioned pitching. Right. And, um, you know, the pitching has uh, helped stabilize some things. And, you know, without that, you know, you gotta, you know, look, we, we get real caught up in how many innings starters are going. Man, they gotta be quality starts no matter how many innings they are. And so we're, 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 we're getting a little bit more of that. And I think that just goes to show if you can get that, you can be competitive in today's game. Uh, teams, you know, offense is down. Teams are not scoring now. Things are starting to pick up a little bit, as we've even seen with the Pirates. But it's a good, it's a good, um, It's a good example of how just getting guys that can go in there and give you four or five innings and give you a chance helps so much.
0: I agree The pitching has kind of stepped up recently, and the bullpen has kind of been carrying the lion's share of that weight all season. Something we haven't seen in quite some time is the bullpen is good, and then the starting is bad. The starting is good, the bullpen is bad. This year it feels a little bit more like they're working together. There's at least been a swath of the bullpen that's been good all season. There's at least been one or two of the starters that were kind of at least keeping the ship upright
1: Especially while the other the three
0: were really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. So I think right now there's a lot to like. I mean, I I think in, injury permitting because really pitching injuries are what are going to kill them more than anything. Yeah. Um, I kind of like where they are, and I like the infusion of youth that I still think is coming. Like, uh, Jamie Ritchie, uh, I know, is just a, a backup catcher, but they liked his offense better than anybody else they had in camp before spring. He got injured. They like his offense, I think, coming back, too. I expect him to replace one of those catchers on the team right now. And then, on top of that, Benz is starting to hit. So, yeah. you know, if Benz hits, he's in AAA. That's a guy right there that I think probably forces his way onto this roster as well. Because Michael Perez may catch a great game, but he's batting under 100. And that's just beyond sad.
1: It's, it's almost... I don't know what I don't know what the bottom uh, level is for acceptable major league hitting anymore, is because it's pretty low at times. Yeah, I mean the Mendoza
0: line has certainly lost its punch, I think.
1: Yeah, but whatever that is, Perez is below that. So he's yeah, right. uh, it, a clutch some... hit.
0: Clutch hit in this series, I'll, he, I'll, I'll give it to him.
1: But... He did, and I was as as a former. Uh, a uh, guy who knows what it's like to struggle to play it. I was happy for him personally. Just that, my God, when when things are that bad, just to get a hit is is huge. But uh, yeah, you know, and and then we've also got some other guys that uh, I think there's, man, uh, yeah, you know, we keep talking about G1 Bay. I, you know, at some point, I would like to see the guy. I would hope, but
0: he's a use him or lose him guy, right? Right. I mean,
1: like, so those I, are I guys know, that I hope we see. You mentioned something very important though uh pit uh injuries right now would uh totally sink any type of little resurgence they might be having or chance to play some decent ball down the stretch they're just they just don't have that kind of depth. it's
0: mostly in the starting realm too I think they could probably yeah. recover from a, a reliever, but uh, not bednar <laughs> bednar they couldn't recover from. <laughs> but a no. starter, you know, I think that I think they would struggle right now. You got Cody Bolton, I again, I, I think we said this last week. I think they probably want to see him pitch a good half season before they even think about it. Yeah. And what are you stuck with Bryce Wilson comes back
1: up. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that's what you got. Right.
1: So, that would be that would be something that would kind of uh, torpedo any any good feels. But um no, I think what you're going to start seeing is is um, as the season goes on here, we're going to start to see them make some tougher decisions. And let's hope they just make the right ones. Uh, makes you a little nervous that they hold on to some guys a little too long and leave some yeah. other guys not, you know, exposed a little bit.
0: Yeah, either way, man, I'm really looking forward to the conversations we're going to have next year. And I, I think – as this season goes on, we'll answer more questions. As somebody has burned down half of Hilton head, apparently. <laughs> I hear sirens in the background. The, fir- the so.
1: first podcast that's ever going to be stopped by a fire alarm. So.
0: <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, yesterday the actually the fire alarm went off here in the, uh, in the condo, and we all had to evacuate, and <laughs> we're standing out there like. Wondered what's going on. We're watching the firemen walk tell up me, and down.
1: Tommy, it wasn't like middle of the night, at least.
0: No, no, it was, it was middle of the day. Um, but you know, when you're when you're riding at the beach, you don't really know what time of day it is most <laughs> of the time. So, and who knows what everybody's doing or what level of dress people are in, or
1: you know, <laughs> that's very true.
0: Yeah, so it was a pretty slow evacuation, I would say. And, you know, my father-in-law my in-laws are with us. They actually, we we came with them and, uh, you know, he's a first responder type guy. So he, you know, it was probably killing him watching how slowly things were developing, you know, (laughs) but good times all all in all. And, uh, pirates made it better because uh, we sat up listening to the games most nights and including last night. And, um, Super fun sitting out there, just old-fashioned listening to a baseball game. Listening to my team go out there and put one on the best team in the league and and just make them wear it. I loved it. I really did. It it gave me hope for the rest of this season and how fun I think it can be.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, how many times uh, over the years lately have we watched games and you're just watching them and saying, like, there's just no way we can ever compete in a game and maybe on most nights we still can't but for those three nights they did and um it's a hopefully just a reminder of hey you know just try to keep closing the gap that's all you can do
0: yeah i mean I, i think i said on twitter the other day they're they're a fun young frustrating and inconsistent team but I think the arrow is pointed up, but I do think they're an improving team.
1: Yeah, and, and and if they hey, you know what? there's probably still an eight game losing streak in here somewhere coming because sure, of that, because of those things and that that, that that's fine this season. I, I expected it if it happens, but I will also say this too like, Hey, uh Dodgers fans, relax. Come on now. You guys got you guys got everything <laughs> going on. Let us Calm let us down. At, let us at least have a couple days. You know, baseball's already already um done about everything they can for some of these markets. So my favorite um, I'm tweet, not gonna feel bad for you.
0: My favorite tweet was that somebody said their manager should be fired for this series. <laughs> I absolutely loved it because there's I, so I many other that. things. There's so many other things he's done that he deserves to be fired for, but there's that. And I, just, highly, I loved it.
1: Highly, highly entertaining. I suggest if, if you haven't, go back and read comments on the pages from Dodgers fans, because uh, they live um, in an alternate reality compared to Pirate fans. That's all I'll
0: say. <laughs> they, they sure do. And... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It was good stuff and good to see. And one last thing I got to ask you before we get going today, sure. because it keeps coming up. Um, the run differential is in the toilet. Pirates yeah. terror the league's worst run differential. It looks awful. It really does. What, what amount of stock do you put in that? It's a good predictor, I think, but it seems to me that it, it kind of doesn't take a lot of things into account. Like, how many times did you give up six or seven runs having position players finish out games? Is the team anywhere near what it was when the season started? I mean, have you replaced half the roster? You know, I'm not sure how good of a predictor it is. If you're a team, that's just not normal because you're in the middle of a big <laughs> metamorphosis.
1: Well, parts definitely, definitely aren't normal. Um, man, you know, I know people are really, uh, or dug in on this, which feels strongly one way or the other. I don't. Sometimes I look at it, and I do think it matters. And then other times, I, you know, if I start considering some things, then, you know, I tend to back off that a little bit, you know. Right. So I, I do look at it like, look, bad te- or good teams don't typically get – completely completely embarrassed three or four times a year. So I think it's some whatever reflection. But the pirates are also doing things that other teams aren't doing or necessarily care about. So I think I think I think you can go I, I know this is a cop out. I think you can make a case that it's it's a mixed bag.
0: Yeah, I think it I think it's probably more of a um, instructive tool to see why you ended up where you ended up as opposed to predicting where you're going to be, uh, especially when you're a team like this. And for instance, like Cincinnati just laid 20 on somebody. Does that matter? <laughs>
1: I mean, like, it yeah, doesn't I make mean- that
0: that doesn't make that team any good.
1: No, and it's going to happen, I mean, at least, you know, once a year to somebody. But um, what would probably be good is, like, instead of, God, we break down everything else is. How about let's, like, what about run differentials per month? You know, like, let's see if there's, you know, let's see if there's been. Hey, if that starts to improve, then you can look at that and say, okay, well, you know what? For whatever reason, whether it was injury, health, slow start. That's
0: probably a good idea. That's more of a progressive thing as opposed to a yeah. a running total.
1: Well, yeah. in baseball especially, I mean, we're talking how many months? I mean, right, right. 162 games over, what, five, six months of a season? You you certainly should be probably looking at it that way.
0: That that makes sense to me, man. Hey, that's it's been a good conversation, but I'm going to get back to beaching it up here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My wife has that's been nice. dressed nice the whole time, and she's standing there like right now like, come on. <laughs> It's time to go i want to get over there so we're gonna head on out here and um jim before we do how do people get a hold of you brother
1: yeah man twitter all the time uh pittsburgh sports all the time pittsburgh all the time so steelers penguins pirates and Pitt. and uh love talking sports with everybody and um guys appreciate all the support you guys are, are phenomenal and we couldn't be uh more pleased with the direction of the show so thanks
0: yeah it's been great and uh thank you for bearing with the palm trees and everything i i thought it was nicer than looking at a wall but jim immediately got offended and i feel bad so yeah 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 but good stuff and thank you to my in-laws this has been a great week we really had a nice time with you so um hey catch me on twitter i'll probably be a little bit more active on it next week than i have been this week and at least i'll be a little more sober when i do so so Till next week, Ben, take it away, brother. Yes, yes